holy and loving, ever-present God, we invite you in this encounter to teach us how to proclaim the news to others. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. I want to introduce myself. My name is Katie Evanbeck. I am a mother. I am a sister. I am a daughter. I am a seminary student at the Church Divinity School of the Pacific. I'm a postulant in the Diocese of Northern California, and I'm the executive director of St. Dorothy's Rest. St. Dorothy's is an Episcopal camp and retreat center. We're actually the oldest camp and retreat center in the state of California, founded in 1901. We run programs during our summer months for youth ages five to 17, a variety of camp programs, um, for youth, as well as inviting youth and young adults to come serve on our summer camp staff. We have some of our representatives here today that will be with us for our worship service and afterwards. We also have a camp for seniors, ages 60 and older, called Camp Wise, where we invite you to come and be in a Christian intentional community and play. In our non-summer months, we are a retreat center, for Episcopal congregations and groups, multi-denominations, 12-step recovery groups, school groups, and nonprofits. And so today's Camp Sunday. And so I approached the gospel wondering, what does this have to do with camp? And I asked the question, why do people come to places like St. Dorothy's Rest? An Eli Lilly uh, study was conducted, and they found that the single common denominator between clergy and lay leadership was a formative, positive religious camp experience. We're not like broadcasting that in the Episcopal Church yet, um, but when I think about the importance of summer camp, when we look to what our church designates as church lay and clergy leaders, the single common Commonality between those groups in the Episcopal Church was a positive religious summer camp experience. So camp matters, and today we're going to dig in a little bit to hopefully find that out. But before we do that, let's go back to this gospel. All right, so we're in Luke. We have a series of stories around healing. This is one of them, but we have healing and transformation, these miracles that this, this guy named Jesus is performing. Seas are calmed. A woman is healed, the dead is brought back to life. But today, we hear about a man who lives in solitude, who lives in isolation. And we hear about Jesus and the disciples landing on land, and we don't hear about crowds rushing to meet Jesus. We hear about this man that lives in isolation, taking a risk, wondering what he was thinking, and going and seeking out Jesus and calling Jesus by a name. And in this encounter, Jesus says, who are you? And the man's reply is important. His reply is, I am legion. This man is identified by the things that torment him. Okay? And he's going to Jesus, and Jesus says, what is your name? Legion. My community is terrified of me. I've been shackled. I am legion. I break those chains, and I run in the wild, 
And today, Legion goes to Jesus. And Jesus heals this man. I think a community that is terrified of someone who is shackled, who is healed, would be celebrating, rejoicing. But that's not what we hear in the story. We hear about people fearful. This man that was naked, this man that was possessed, is healed, is transformed. But the people are fearful. They do not rejoice. What does this have to do with So camp is risky, right? It's risky to pack up your things and to go into a community where you don't know people. It's risky to accept a job to work at summer camp. And you go into these communities and you have these encounters with Jesus. These ways in which, the ways in which the community defines you, that doesn't work at camp. And you get to try on new parts of yourself. And something happens. Something happens in this place. We have these encounters. And that's important. So um, I get a call from a, a parent of a summer camp, camper. And they call me, and this has happened. They say, Katie, thank you. My child made new friends at camp. And that's so hard for them at home. It's so hard for them at school. I really hope they can take what happened at camp and translate it to now making new friends and community. Or I get a call from a parent of a summer camp counselor who said, what did you do at camp with my kid? They're like washing dishes? <laughs> and they even are like kind of interested in going to church on Sunday? Like that's pretty cool. But it's not always the case that people at St. Dorothy's Rest go home and they're welcomed. And that is the, the reason that happens <laughs> is because our communities that we live in are so counter to what we experience in these places of transformation. Because of social injustice, because of sin, we don't know how we fit back in to those communities. And so for a minute, people are like, what happened to you? But for that person, the question becomes, how do I sustain this? How do I proclaim what happened to me? And sometimes we can't make that translation. It's just too hard. And so I wonder about places like summer camp and how well we equip our community members to go back out into their communities. Because today we hear in this gospel, this man, this healed man, he wants to go with Jesus. He doesn't just want to go with Jesus. He begs Jesus. Let me go with you. And Jesus' response is, nope. You stay here and you proclaim. You tell your communities. You face those people and you share with them what has happened to you in my name. You now become the encounter with Jesus through your proclaiming. So, Camp Sundays are risky. And sometimes Camp Sundays become this Sunday that is removed from like the life of a congregation. It's like, oh, we're gonna have camp, and it doesn't really fit with who we are. But this church, the name of this parish is Incarnation 
Your name promises transformation, y'all. Okay? So, so it is declared on your signage. You are proclaiming transformation when somebody asks you, where do you go to church? Incarnation! That's proclamation. And so we come to these places, and like summer camp, we cannot live here. We cannot live in this sanctuary. We cannot live up at St. Dorothy's Rest. The point of these places is to hear the good news, have encounters with Jesus, and then leave. Be like the healed, restored person. Go and proclaim. And so how do we do that? <laughs> because all of us made a choice to be here today. We all got up and, well, some of us maybe, maybe my kid didn't have a choice to be here today. Um, <laughs> we all got up and we, we made some plans and we got in the car and we, or we walked or we took public transit. We all made a choice. Maybe none of us thought we were taking a risk. But church is risky. And that's, it keeps people away. Showing up is risky. And so I wonder if I can invite you into some intentional risk. So we'll start with a song that we'll sing at the offertory. It's called Pass It On. Maybe you've heard it. And I'll, let's, I'll start it. And we're going to sing it at the offertory. So it's just, it only takes a spark to get a fire going. And soon all those around will warm up in its glowing. That sounds so nice. Is it really that easy? And let me, let me be clear about the context of the community in which I'm talking. It might be hard for some of us to hear that it only takes a spark to get a fire going. Because we know the power of fire. And that is what we have to be mindful of. This is a responsibility. So when we hear this, it only takes a spark to get a fire going, and then we'll pass it around. This is, this is not a kumbaya circle. This is scary. This is risky. This is powerful. So there's a part in the song that says, or sings, I'll shout it from the mountaintop. I want my world to know. Sounds great, right? This is, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Okay, you ready? So we're going to sing, we'll be singing together. I'll shout it from the mountaintop. And then we're going to practice. I'm going to say it first. Praise God! You ready? Praise God! Okay, this is our learning of what we are called to do out after this time. So let's practice it. This is safe, right? Right? We're in community. This is safe. So when we are being told by Jesus today, you can't go with me. We are going to walk out here together. I'm not leaving you, but you need to be Jesus. You need to be that encounter in the world. When we hear that, I'll shout it from the mountaintop. We will shout. Let's try it again. When we are told, let's shout it from the mountaintop, we will say, Okay, because I want my world to know the Lord of love has come to thee. I want to pass it on. So this man stays in the community and becomes Christ, the encounter. And in that encounter, this man becomes the place of transformation for others. So St. Dorothy's is important. Camp is important. 
Incarnation is important. We take risks here. And those risks we then take back out into the world to say, I want to introduce you to this dude named Jesus. And I'm going to proclaim it. And you may not even recognize me because you're not used to me shouting it from a mountaintop. But we are not alone in that when we go back into our communities. Jesus is with us, and we carry each other with us. So I'm going to invite you, again, to continue to be risk-takers, like this man, like our campers, like our staff, like you already are. And also, after service, we invite you into some camp activities. Some of you have been like, camp is not my thing. I wonder about that. I wonder who's told you that. Take a risk. Come and try some things that we had labeled camp. Might be your thing, and it may not, and that gets to be totally okay. But coffee hour never sounds so risky, right? <laughs> Our work in the world is to have these encounters and to believe in the promise and to sift through the message of Christ in our Bible and in community, to not just sit and hold it, to pass it on. Amen. Amen.